people have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. I don't know what episode this is, but I'm glad you're here. It's very exciting times. The success that we've seen, Nate. Millions. And millions. Maybe billions. It's really tremendous. I'm still astounded by how well this is working and how much people are digging it. I really, really am. I should have asked you before we started to uh, grab that phone number. Oh, yeah. For the voicemail that we have now set up for people to uh, call with their Black Cloud podcast. I didn't even ask you before we started today uh, if we had any. I know we had a few calls, so if we didn't get to yours, I apologize, and next time we will do it. Uh, JasonBailey.com. Uh, the, the website crashes uh, every five minutes because there's so many downloads. <laughs> this is a trend. No, in all seriousness, this is like, uh, this is this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for the support of listening to these stories uh, that, you know, I spew out. Uh, it's, it's really, really cool. Getting a lot of people's attention in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> some good and some bad. The number is 470-315-1103. Excellent. You want to say that again so I can write it down? 470-315-1103. That is the official Black Cloud hotline mm-hmm. where you can call and briefly leave us your Black Cloud moment. And when I get used to it, I think Nate too, will remember to check it so we can play the audio. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's on us next week, possibly. Don't, don't be shy. We've got some calls. You can leave messages. Yeah. Nate's uh, going to Mexico this week. Mm-hmm. To uh, what is it? It's not your anniversary. It's your, bir- uh, your wife's birthday. Yeah, we normally go for anniversary, but we decided to do a uh, birthday this year because um, we were planning on going to Oktoberfest in September, but they uh, probably aren't going to have it. So, so going to Mexico for her birthday, and you guys, you, you to Mexico is like me and my family to Atlantis and the Bahamas. Yes, you go like once a year, right? Mm-hmm. An expensive vacation. Uh, we get the rooms for free because we have what some people might call a problem in the casino. <laughs> they want you back. That's how they do that. Very inexpensive flights, both places. So it, it's a pretty cheap stay. Uh, every time you're in Mexico, anytime you're in Mexico, I should say, any issues, any black cloud moments? No, really never have. Honestly, every year it says it's going to rain and we get there and it, it never rains. Not once. Isn't that funny? Like any tropical place you go to, they always say it's going to rain. You know, Florida, it does. It rains every day, but for like yeah. 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then it's done. The Bahamas is the same way. You know, when we, when I used to go to Mexico, same thing. It's, it rained. Like, it's great. It's like you want it to rain because it cools you off. Yeah. Like I expect it to be like Florida where it does only rain for a little bit, but nope. Always says it does and does not. So, um, well, good for you. I always seem to have an issue when we go to the Bahamas every mm-hmm. single year. And we've been going for seven years now. We didn't go last year because of COVID, obviously. They shut the damn place down. But they're, every year I say I'm not going back. Or, or, or I'm not going back and I'm not staying at Atlantis. I like Atlantis. I really do. Um, but I always seem to have an issue. And those Bahama people, sometimes they can be real dicks. Uh, real dicks. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You know, and I don't what, know why. Like, what, the uh, people that work work there or just uh, right off the boat? No, it's the people that work there. The, the The locals are nice. 
you know, and especially you go into like the straw markets, they're cool because they're hustling. They're just trying to make a dime. Yeah. But sometimes you get the employees and they feel like they're entitled to be like, like if you do something that they don't like, they let you know, it's just a different attitude. Uh, about four, I think it was, I don't know the timeline here. So I'm just going to say four or five years ago, we go down there. And again, when you get these free rooms, uh, from the casino, you know, there's a certain portion in a certain tower in the hotel that, that they put the, you know, the freeloaders in, it's kind of like being at the bottom of the Titanic. And so, uh, and the rooms are nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's just always a certain portion of it. So we get there and, and well, hold on, let me start there. The year before was like the first year. So like, let's just say it was six years ago, the year before. And I had booked it and it was just for me and Rach, my wife. We weren't taking the kids. And they'd called me like a couple months prior. And they're like, we had a mix up. Can we put you in this different tower? And I was like, well, is the room better? And they're like, yes. And it was the off tower. I think it's called the Cove. And they set us up in this really cool. It was more like a, um, what is it called? Like when people pay uh, timeshare. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it was badass, man. I had a kitchen. I was like, man, this is fantastic. I was like, we need to bring the kids next time. Well, the following year, we brought the kids. And, uh, you know, you get you get into the single hotel room, and it was a little weird. We ended up staying in the same hotel room. Not many issues there uh, at all that I can remember. It was the next year. So, again, taking the kids with us, and they put us in uh, one of the towers. I forget what tower it is. And we 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 get we get to the hotel, and we go and we check in. Have you ever seen the movie Summer Rental with John Candy? I think so, but quite a while ago, so I'm not super up on it. So he 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 ends up staying at this house. They're renting this house for the summer, and it's under construction around him, and it's just like falling apart. And there's like beach access and stuff like that. I had to flashback to that movie. We go to check in, and I go up to the desk, and I look to the right. And the entire lobby is plastic taped off like American Psycho is getting ready to axe a bitch. And so I'm going, what's going on over there? I'm like, oh, we're making renovations. We're making it better. We're making it beautiful. We're making it. I was like, it's kind of noisy. They're like, yeah. I was like, what are the rooms like? I'm like, oh, the rooms of most of them have all been done. All right. Cool. Give me the key. We walk through this maze of clear plastic tape with <laughs> chainsaws and, and going on around us. It was like they were building like, you know, these huge sky sky rises or something. So we finally get to our room and they're supposed to be conjoining, conjoining or joining. Same thing. Rooms, you know, because we got the kids with us. So we had yeah. two different rooms, you know, the little door in the middle. Mm. Well, that wasn't the case. We were like way apart from each other. So I'm a little irritated about that. Well, not only were they doing the construction in the lobby, they were doing construction for the whole tower. So the pool was closed. Oh. And right outside of our window, they you know would have these tropical ponds and stuff like that. They were all emptied out so they could resurface them, which when the sun's beating down on that algae and that bacteria, it smells like crap. Ugh. Yeah. And it would seep through the walls. So we get into the room. It's it, it's it smelled like dumpville. Gross. I know. Think about that. You walk in. You're excited for your vacation first day. You go into your room. Imagine this happening to you when you go to Mexico. You walk in, and it just smells like you walked into a toilet. You think that we put uh, like some kind of bleach or something in there, or chlorine, so it doesn't grow algae? Or not 
put me in that room. But again, yeah, eh, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. You get the free casino rooms. We're gonna put you in the stinky room. So I'm like, I can't, I can't stay here. You know, I, I, I can't stay here. So I go all the way down to the, um, to the front desk, and and I tell her, and and I end up making friends with the manager at the time. You know, because of this issue. And she's like, I'm sorry, you know, there's really nowhere else we can put you. We can move you in the same tower, but move you away from the Stinkyville, right? Mm-hmm. And have you guys have joint rooms or something. So we did that. When it, it was it was kind of like the entire, we were down there for like, we usually go four or five days. This year we're going to go for a week. But the entire time, it, it just put a black cloud over the vacation because one, they didn't tell us. And two, Every time you walked back and forth from your room, you had to walk through a construction site. That's not fun, especially when you want that tropical atmosphere. Then you got to see all that like Dexter style paper and tape and everything up. Yeah, but I mean, like just my luck, right? You know, you you book at a, a nice place. They don't tell you about the renovations. And then what do you do? You know, and you want to pretend like you got everything in control because you got your family with you. But, you know, you're in a different country. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You know, they don't care what you think, you know, you can bitch and complain all you want. So we, we do that year. And, uh, because of that, and, and so I go, so I go down to the front desk when I went to go complain and I had the, I had the whole family with me. Cause like, we're just, don't even unpack, bring your stuff. They're going to have to put it somewhere else. Then you of course got to wait for another room. So your first day is kind of wasted. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, uh, saying to my family, more or less the kids, I said, just wait here. You know, just wait. When I said that, Rach looks at him and she's like, oh, shit. (laughs) She's like, God almighty, can I go to a place with this guy and not have some bullshit happen? Like, at least wait until the middle of the vacation. Not at the beginning of the vacation. Yeah. Not like this was my fault, but none of these things on this damn podcast are my fault. If you listen closely and intently, I'm not making excuses. They're just things that follow me around. They just have... Nate's been to Mexico how many times? You're almost Mexican, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been going there s- since the 90s, so like 30 years old. Yeah, you should have citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you go down there so much. Never once had an issue, have you? Nope. Yeah. You don't have these issues. No, no, no nothing wrong. So uh, I go and complain. She's like, hey, look, before you leave, you know, let me give you my information. Uh, I'll make it up to you if you come back next year. Hmm, okay. So a lot of times, and, and you know, for people that are listening, you, you some of you know this. Sometimes you have to walk through fire, you know, in order to get what you want. Um, you know, whether it's customer service or you're just dealing with some asshole, knowing that if you handle it properly, you're going to eventually get the upper end, right? They're going to, they're going to satisfy you. They're going to do what you got to do. So she was like, look, I'm going to write you a letter and next year. So I have to hold this letter for one year, like an actual piece of paper, and she goes voucher it really was she's like next year i'm going to put you in the presidential suite and i'm going to provide car service to and from uh the airport to the hotel right which is kind of cool because very similar to mexico when you land you don't know who to trust yeah, yeah, because you don't know from one company to the other if somebody works for a, a rental company or if they're just trying to scam you. Right, and, and, and yeah, you don't know if they're, they're charging you too much. You don't know if they're going to take you somewhere. They, these places still have cabs. They don't even have Uber, actually. They don't allow Uber. They don't allow Uber in the Bahamas. They tried to go down there. Uber tried to get in there, and they wouldn't let them in there because the taxi cab service is such a huge part 
of their economy for these people. They don't they don't have many options. Oh, right? yep. Same thing with Mexico. They uh, I guess the cab drivers would order Ubers and then beat up the Uber drivers. So they stopped going there. They did. They beat them up. Yeah. Just because they have these. Cra- <laughs> you work for Ubers are snapping their fingers. <laughs> well, they have these like crazy unions, I guess, around the airport. And so, uh, yeah, they don't play around. God, I didn't hear about beating up Uber people in the Bahamas. But that's pretty cool. <laughs> so she writes me this voucher and I have to hold on to it for a year. So uh, on my desk for a year, like it was there so long, it started to discolor, like started to get yellow. I don't think I've ever held on to a piece of paper and look at it every day going, are you still there? But it was like the golden ticket. It was Willy Wonka's golden ticket. And uh, it was the, for the presidential suite and, and to and from the airport. So great. So it's time to book again. Got to get a hold of her. I get a hold of her. I book it. Very exciting. We go, we check in and it is exactly, well, first off, they didn't pick us up at the airport. That was the first hassle the next year. I'm like, oh. dude, my piece of paper says, somebody's punk ass needs to pick me up at the airport. They didn't pick. So we had to figure a way to get to the air. Where do they think you were going to get picked up at? They just like the beach. Well, they swim in here, right? Well, I, I don't know what happened. Like I told her I was, I told the lady, see, they're so like in the islands. They're so, yeah, man, you know, it's cool, man. You're coming in two o'clock, man. Sure. Maybe a car will be there. Maybe a car won't, but if a car is not there, man, you know what, man? It's all gravy. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah, nothing is uh, ever confirmed, it seems like. There's no sense of urgency. Yeah. There's no sense of urgency, and they they have a problem committing. Because they're so laid back. It's almost like you want to be that. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's like the total yeah, opposite like of my personality, <laughs> but it's it's very relaxing. I'm sure they don't have too much stress. So we get uh, to the hotel. We check in. I show my little thing. They've got the room ready to rock and roll. Very excited. We go up to this room, this presidential suite that they promised me because the year prior it was such a a pain in the dick. And uh, we get up there and it's gorgeous. So we don't have our son with us this year. This is when he started to morph into dick mode. Um, so it's me, Rach, and then our daughter, Ariel, and her friend comes with us. And she's actually from Nassau. She's from the Bahamas. And it's this huge suite. You know, it's got a master bedroom. It's got another bedroom. It's bad. Like, I felt like I was rich. Like, I'd never stayed in a place like this before. I'm like, see, this is what happens. We had to suffer last year, walk through construction. But this is what, I was like, there is nothing that could possibly go wrong on this trip. It is like, you know, if it starts out good, it's going to be fine. So a couple days later, we take an excursion. You always want to do these excursions when you go to the islands. You want to go, you know, you'll probably go through some caves of some Mayans or something. Yeah, go snorkeling, snorkeling, you know, some hiking in the jungle. Yeah, in the Bahamas, the, the the go-tos, you know, you do snorkeling, you swim with the sharks, you go to some islands and uh, see these wild pigs, you see wild lizards, you see where Pirates of the Caribbean was filmed. Um uh, I think Gilligan's Island is like a stop. And then there's all these other islands that you can go to, like Rose Island, and there's another. This and that. So we were going to one of these islands, I forget which one, that you got to take a boat to, and it's, it's like uh, an hour and a half trip. And I like boats. I grew up on boats. Uh, I, I have a problem with control. If somebody I doesn't know driving the boat, and they're driving fast, that scares yeah. me. And I'm seeing all these people that are taking the same excursion with a different company, and they're getting on these really large boats, like these big, almost scarab-like cigar boats, these big engines, plenty of seating. Uh, And I'm like, 
that looks better than our boat. <laughs> our boat is not even a tenth of the size of this boat. It's a cigarette boat. And you have just as many people on our boat. This doesn't seem fun. No. And it's like, not like I think we paid any less. It was just, of course, my luck. This is the one I picked. We get on this boat and it's, I don't know. I couldn't even guess the size, but it wasn't very big. And there's probably 15 people on the boat and we're going to this island and these Bahama dudes are driving and they're flying and it was a little choppy and they're boom, 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 but it was for like an hour and a half straight. Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. And I'm looking around at everybody, including my wife and the kids. I'm like, I didn't want to be a puss, but I said, does this bother you? No, it's fun. Nobody else is feeling any back pain right now? Nope, nope. Everybody's fine but me. Oh, of course. (laughs) I'm like, the trip started out so great. The black cloud had to hit me on this damn speedboat ride. So... I try to think about how small like the boat is and how close everybody is. And you kind of have to scream because the wind's kicking in your face. I pull the Bahama guy to the side and I say, man, dude, can you guys, you know, not for nothing, but can you slow down a little bit? <laughs> Going too fast. <laughs> My spectacles are flying off. He's like, bro, man, we've got the time limit. We've got to get to the island. We've got to get everybody on the island, man. What's it's the problem? It, uh, do you not like to go fast, man? You're a big strong. No, then they, they're really good at hustling you and putting you up on this pedestal. They're mm-hmm. like, look at you, man. You looked good. You're in shape. You've got big muscles, man. You should love to go fast in the boat, man. What is wrong? Knowing in his head, he's thinking, that's American pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, suck it up, kid. Uh, and I'm like, man, this is killing my back. And, you know, and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to explain to him, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to spring with my legs, you know, like if you're on a motorcycle. <laughs> this is all while we're doing like, feels like 300 miles an hour on this little boat to this island. And nobody else is having a problem. There's a dude that's sitting behind me, him and his wife, he and his wife, and they're probably like 85 years old. No problems there. My wife, the kids, no problems there. Every other couple of kids having the time of their lives. I'm the only person on this fucking boat that's having a problem that they're going too fast. Having like this premonition, like it was uh, the um, uh, uh, final destination. <laughs> like, I know it's coming. We're going to flip. We're going to flip. Plus, my back was coming. So he says to me, he goes, come on, if your back is a hurt, you're on. Don't worry. We've got these special seats, man. You just go there. And it was like this, looked like a sea penis. And it was, you would have to go from the the rest of the people in the boat to this little area uh, next to the driver. And it was like a spring beanbag that was inflated. And I'm going, no, I I can't do that. (laughs) I'm fine. I know. I just, it's just such a bad example for my child. <laughs> the 80 year old guy behind me is not in the sea penis seat. I can't see myself. I like would rather take the injury versus to go sit in the inflated sea penis. Yeah. It's just, it's a man thing. Yeah. Right? I'll just tough it out. It's just tough it out. We get to the island and do the excursion. I can't walk. My oh. back is killing me. My back. And then we have to do the trip the way home. The trip oh. way home was a little bit better. Uh, I really contemplate sitting in the sea penis because <laughs> it was so bad. But uh, yeah, the tri- but the rest of the trip it hurt so bad that the next day we had an excursion to do. We'd paid eight hundred dollars for it, 
And I couldn't do it because my back. And I had to convince this lady. She was actually very nice and very understanding, which normally they are not. Yeah. Uh, that I can't do it. And to give me my money back, I was like, hey, look, I'll I'll give you a hundred dollars. I had to. I had to I had to hustle her. I had to say, hey, look, I'll give you a hundred dollars cash right now if you cancel my eight hundred dollar trip. She, she did like, it? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, money buys everything down there. Oh man. Is this the same trip that you uh cut your face doing snuba? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I actually took notes for this podcast. You're right. That, that was, that was the year before that was the construction year. Oh God. How did I forget that? Yeah. We did snuba where you get into this little motorized gimmick, uh, off the end of a boat and you, you don't have any breathing apparatus. It's just this kind of helmet that flips over that gives you oxygen because it pushes the water down. It's really actually very, very neat. And then you're on this motorized scooter in the water. Very cool. They tell you when you're getting into the snuba device that, you know, do this, do this and do that. And I listened to them, but the, when I was getting into it, the wave crashed against the boat. It was a little choppy and I nail my head into one of the screw. I mean, they're not like this, the most safest thing designed. OSHA's not down there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they have some type of security policy people that check the Bahamas excursions. <laughs> so it's like the screws that are pointing out, it was pretty long. Again, the only person in the boat that had this problem nails me right in my forehead and, you know, with the water and the sweat, I got blood just dripping down my face, but it hurt, but I got to tell you, it made me feel a little tough. Oh yeah, it looked pretty cool. That's I just remember the picture with the the blood dripping down your forehead. Again, this was pre uh C penis chair. Okay. You know, I, I pushed I I got I got I got I got pussier <laughs> as time went on. The boat bumps can't do. Nail in the forehead with a screw, that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny you remember that. I totally forgot about that. So, uh I wish you the best of luck in Mexico. I hope your luck is better than mine. You uh, obviously do not have this black cloud that follows you. I do. That's why we're doing this podcast. You suggested that I share these stories in hopes that people enjoy them. But any vacation we go on, without a doubt, 100%, something like this will happen to me. Fingers crossed nothing happens to me or you this year. Yeah. Well, I should get my wife on here. She just, she wouldn't, she'd just tell everybody. She's like, (laughs) anywhere I go, I expect there to be something that goes wrong. (laughs) It's just one of those things. All right. Hey, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for downloading. Do us a favor, would you? Would you share, you know, tell people about it to get to the downloads there. Uh, Like I said, the success of this podcast so far is really, really cool. And I'm excited about it. And it's like, you know, the the conversations that I'm having with a lot of you, a lot of you uh, through Facebook and Instagram and stuff are are really cool. JasonBailey.com, of course, is where you found this anywhere where you can get a podcast. Maybe you found it on Apple or wherever else that you get those. Uh, The voicemail, the Black Cloud Hotline, 470-315-1103. That's 470-315-1103. Uh, maybe next week. It might have to be the week after because I think Nate's not going to be here because he's going to be in Mexico. Uh, and maybe when he gets back, he'll have a black cloud moment. Who knows? Other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for the download. Talk to you next week. And bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Podcast.